welcome you into Eagles Draft Central, presented by Deeds and Watson, Eagles insider Dave Spadaro, along with Merrill Reese. And we're waiting to see what happens here in round number four for the Eagles, who have the 113th selection overall, 14th in this round. And we're getting early word via Twitter, of course, because that's where all the news is broken, that the Eagles might be trading this pick to the Detroit Lions. That's the only detail we have right now. We see all of these Detroit on the – so there is a trade. The Eagles trading the pick to Detroit. We'll get you details of that deal when we hear the details. Clearly a run on offensive linemen yeah. early, midway through this uh, through this fourth round. So the Eagles may be getting that extra fifth-round pick that they traded or perhaps uh, even getting a pick for next year. Maybe. Uh, who, who knows? It's, it's interesting that they move out of the fourth. But there were three offensive linemen chosen in the last half dozen picks or so. Right. Uh, there is one who is still out there who's interesting, and that is Mark Lewinsky uh, from West Virginia University. But uh, not a lot of offensive linemen who have names that you recognize at this point. All right, let's go over to the fan cave. Bo Wolf and Greg Cosell from NFL Films. Guys, we have a trade in the works. I think this makes a lot of sense, guys, given that the fact that the Eagles gave up those two fifth-round picks yesterday. Chip Kelly said you want more picks than fewer picks, so certainly this does make sense. Just looking at the draft order here, it looks like Detroit didn't even have a fourth-round pick, so it looks like the Eagles moving a pretty far ways down here in order to recoup a few picks. And then I think the depth of this offensive line class, once you get beyond those, those first two-day guys, there are a lot of athletic players who could sort of fit the Eagles' mold. Maybe they'll end up being able to take two of them in the fifth round or so. And I guess that's possible. See, now you get into what their draft board looks like because we don't know exactly how they have players valued and rated, but that's the key question here because there are players here that I would feel very good about taking. Actually, Merrill mentioned Mark Lewinsky, a player I watched seven, eight games of on film, a guard from West Virginia. I really like Lewinsky. I don't know, again, how he's rated on their draft board. I think he fits what the Eagles do. Uh, but again, now you're getting into a situation where maybe you feel you want more picks and you still can get players you value relatively highly in the fifth or sixth round. In terms of other offensive linemen, the Eagles have taken a look at in the pre-draft process. Sean Hickey from Syracuse, Tyrus Thompson from Oklahoma on that list. I think we were expecting if the Eagles did stay here that Penn State safety Adrian Amos would have been a possibility. A possibility, uh, but I still believe they have to come out of this draft with some offensive linemen given what we've heard about Evan Mathis and his age, given the age of Jason Peters. Uh, we don't know exactly how they feel about Matt Tobin at right guard. He's the starter as we speak today. Uh, so they need some offensive line depth simply on the left side because of age. All right, Gabe Wright from uh, Auburn, the defensive tackle, ends up being the player taken with the Eagles selection by the Detroit Lions. I guess we'll find out how far down the Eagles have moved. Dave, back to you guys. Yeah, the word is the uh, via, via our friend Adam Kaplan on Twitter says that the Eagles have acquired a third-round draft pick in 2016 Great. in exchange for that fourth-round pick. So in theory now, guys, <laughs> the Eagles do not select in rounds four or five. We have a long wait until pick 191. Want to get want to get nine holes? Well, that's yeah, that's really good. <laughs> I think that's great value, especially when you remember that the Eagles gave up their second round pick next year in the Sam Bradford trade. So now they'll have two thirds next year, some leverage to move up. But but you're right, obviously, right now no picks <laughs> until the sixth round for the Eagles. No question about it. However, we you guys are talking about the offensive line. We've talked about the offensive line. How much of a concern upstairs is the offensive line? Clearly, maybe not that much. You know, we we have been reading for weeks and weeks the possibility of releasing or trading Evan Mathis. Maybe, maybe that was just that, reports. 
Uh, maybe they believe that Evan Mathis comes back at left guard and Matt Tobin is the left, uh, the right guard along with Alan Barber. And, you know, we just keep moving forward here on this offensive line. But, I mean, for me, the offensive line is the glaring question mark on the roster. Uh, more than defensive secondary, more than outside linebacker. Maybe that's not the way they feel upstairs. Yeah, and, and maybe it ends up uh, being the kind of thing where after the draft, the Eagles will circle back in free agency and see who else is still out there in veteran free agency. Maybe uh, talking to Adam Kaplan would be the person to talk to about that. But. Yeah, and I think that's clearly the case. They value either players on their roster more highly or the combination is that there's players in this draft that they truly feel will be available later, uh, sixth round, seventh round, as you mentioned, Bo, free agency. But I agree with uh, Dave. I think that the offensive line, even if you love your players, that are the starters right now, you need some depth in this group simply because of age. Well, and the, you know, th this is why the draft is so hard. You, it's really impossible to come out of draft weekend filling every need on your team. Sure. You're always going to have uh, some position that maybe didn't get quite as much attention as you expected to get. Yeah, and, and the main issue here, and this is why when people do mock drafts or talk about players, no one knows what a team's draft board looks like. You know, we're not asked to go and take a look at Chip Kelly's draft board. So we don't know exactly how they have players rated. And because of that, it's very hard. You know, I spend a lot of time, as you know, Bo, watching tape. I have my, my evaluations based on traits, characteristics. I have players that I really like that I think would be good fits for the Eagles. They may not see those players the same way I do. How about this Eagles offensive line with the players who are still here? You know, Dave talked about Evan right. Mathis. How about Matt Tobin? What did you make of his performance getting to start yeah. in his second season. Up and down, year. traits that you liked, but a lot of work to do, a clear work in progress as a starting right guard in the NFL. Uh, I, you know, I think if you're being honest and fair, and that's all where I'm trying to be when I watch film, that's all we ask of you. is I don't think Lane Johnson played as well as they would hope a fourth pick in a draft would have played last year in his second season coming back from the suspension. I think Jason Peters did not have anywhere near as good a year last year as he had the year before when I thought he was clearly the best left tackle in the NFL. Evan Mathis, still on the roster, is going to be 34 years old. So I think these are reasons why I believe you have to address the offensive line. The only thing that really surprises me about the, the lack of offensive linemen taken here is that the indications from the Eagles offseason signing DeMarco Murray and Ryan Matthews was that they were going to get back to really pounding the ball in the run game on offense. You would have thought that that meant bringing in some high-level offensive linemen, but that's how the board has shaken out for the Eagles. We send it back now to David Merrill. Let's talk about the genesis of a trade like this. It began in 2012. Now follow me here, Merrill. The Eagles trading cornerback uh, Asante Samuel to the Atlanta Falcons for a seventh round draft pick. That seventh round draft pick became running back Bryce Brown, who I happened to be very high on at the time, who played sparingly at the University of Tennessee. Played for a couple of years here in Philadelphia, was dealt last year to the Buffalo Bills for a fourth round pick, which turned out to, the, to be this selection right here, number 113, that goes to now the, Lions. the Detroit Lions, and the Eagles get back a third round draft pick in 2016. Yeah. So Asante Samuel, years later, still paying off for the Philadelphia Eagles in the form of a 2016 third round pick. And Merrill, as it stands now, no picks in round four, no picks in round five. And I'll see you in a couple of hours when the Eagles get up and get ready for pick number 191. Time to work of the short game. It really is. <laughs> and, and at that point, you're just looking for the best players on your board. Yeah, you're right. So I want to hear you come up with some names between now and then 
because Amos won't be there. None of those guys that you've got on your list will be there in round six, All if right. you're worth your salt. Well, let's see what we can do. Yeah. All right, so that's uh, it for us. Uh, until the next time the Eagles have the pick, and we'll come back live with more Eagles Draft Central presented by Deaton Watson. Yeah.